with you all day long. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Because it's coronation day tomorrow. The King of England will officially become the king, though we call him the king now. And all the way from across the pond, he joins us this morning. It's King Charles. King Charles! Yes, good morning to the peasants in Canada. Hey, hey, we're not peasants. Come on, take that back. Well, I'm not the king yet, so please. <laughs> so you got to be pretty pumped. You waited a long time for this opportunity. Of course, uh, uh, your late mom was a great queen, and uh, and 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 now you're going to get your opportunity in your 70s. How do you feel about that? Oh, my mother was an excellent queen, the longest living monarch in English history. <laughs> but now is my time. Yes, it is your time. Yes, quite. I wish uh, my sons could be there, but I think they are going to be there. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, you're, I think your sons are there. You may not have a daughter-in-law there, but uh, anyway. Well, let's not speak of that, Huffy. <laughs> <laughs> King Charles, so are you excited? How long is this thing going to be? Like, all this royal stuff really drags out, so I can't even imagine how long this is going to take tomorrow. Well, the royal family does love the pageantry. Yeah. So it could take a while, but there's a problem. Oh, you have a problem? What's the problem, yes, King? Quite. What? There's a particular sporting event that I like to enjoy. Oh, what's that? Uh, it's a uh, stick and puck hockey. <laughs> the Oilers are playing. You're an Oilers fan, King? Charles oh, is an Oilers yes, fan? Quite. Oh, yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Stuart Skinner reminds me. Of my days in the British service with that mustache. <laughs> oh, wow. I, I was ever actually in the army, but still. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you, you know, you're the boss of the army, right? So. Yeah. Connor McDavid is the leader I wish to be. <laughs> yeah. Leon Breisaitl, not a big fan of the German. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were. I didn't know that. <laughs> no. Not so much. Okay, so you're concerned of what? That you're, you, this this whole coronation thing doesn't get done before uh, the, the orders hit the ice. Yeah, it's quiet. And I'm not allowed to watch it on my iPhone 7. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What about your wife? Will she be there? What's her name again? Camilla? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Camilla. She'll be... Giving me updates, he'll be whispering sweet nothings about the Oilers' score in my ear. <laughs> Charles, Charles, it's eight nothing. Sir McDavid has scored once again. <laughs> Camilla, I'm so excited I cannot stand up. <laughs> All right. Well, that's probably enough from the king. It's <laughs> time to go. Jolly good and all that. I have many things to do. I, like what? Mm, put on my cape. <laughs> Shine the, get the royal jewels ready. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you. King, have a fantastic coronation, all right? Yes, and uh, say hello to the rest of the, <laughs> my peasants in Canada. Go Oilers. <laughs> This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 
All right, it's the Friday edition of Quick Draw. Summerfest tickets for that big show. Billy Currington, Gary Allen, Mackenzie Porter, July 8th at the River Cree Resort and Casino. And Linda or Tracy are about to win them. How are you guys doing today? Good, doing good. All right. So you guys know how the contest works. It's a best of five. We're going to uh, give you some questions, uh, scream out your answers, and uh, the first one, two, three is going to win, all right? Okay. All right, here we go. Something you would wear that starts with a letter N. Nylons. Necktie. Nylons in. That was Tracy with nylons. Question number two. An Olympic event that starts with a letter P. Pole. Pole's not an event. Okay. Polo, Tracy? They don't play polo in the Olympics either. They don't? Polo. Pole vault, they got. <laughs> we worked. It, we worked through it. <laughs> we just kept using pole. All right, uh, that was Linda, right? Yes. Okay, here we go. Something that has wheels that starts with a letter L. Limo. Yeah, that's Is that Linda, Linda again. It's Linda. Okay, you got a blocker here, Tracy. All right. Hold your eye. Something you see in a park that starts with a letter G. Gravel, Tracy. That's true. Gravel is true. Okay, here we go. Tied up. It's tied up. And for the win, Summerfest tickets. A large company that starts with a letter C. Canna. Canna. Everybody's looking at me. What was that? In, I heard Canna. Canna Construction. Canna Construction? Hold on, we're fact checking. Yeah. Yeah, it's a thing. Is it large? It's pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> I've seen that. Yeah, they got a big building. We'll allow it. Okay. I was hoping you, one of you had said kissing country, but that's all right. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Okay. It's Cinco de Mayo Day, but as Matt would like to call it, Snippo de, <laughs> de Mayo Day, right? Snippo de Mayo. Okay. Well, I'm going to play this song for you. You're my hero, man. You're everything I would like to be. So you are the wind beneath my wings. Um, Presley, this is awkward, but anyway, Matt's getting the snip today. And he's been, as you can attest to, he's just, that's all he's kind of been talking about off air. Oh, yeah. Can you blame me? No. No. <laughs> Monday will be a little worse with recovery, but that's okay. I'm there. Were, I just like. I'm nervous about the procedure. Yeah, I'm going to the Luden Clinic. Yeah, I forget the doctor's name, but he's done this. Yeah, thousands of times for sure. I'm nervous. Yeah, like I'm and like, you can pay the extra three hundred dollars. Yeah. for the non-needle freezing. Right. We're on a spending freeze in my house. Literally a freeze. So the a only freezing freeze. I'm getting is he, he's going to get that big needle out. He's going to spray a little bit of the Novocaine Ooh. out the top. And then he's going to go, okay, pucker up. <laughs> I don't know. And then, like, it, they show you what happens at the procedure in the handbook that they give you. Yeah. They, like, they show you an, 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 anatomically, yeah. like, how it works. All right. And it's not very invasive, yeah. but there is some invasion. I had no interest in finding out how it worked. Like, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't want to watch. I didn't want to know. I just, I didn't want to know any of that stuff. Like, but, my, my wife had a C-section, and I yeah. dare say that is much, much worse. Yeah. Oh, yeah, 100%. I mean... But they put a little cover-up. 
So like they, like she can't see anything, right? Right when they're scooping the baby out, right? Will they do the same thing with me? <laughs> Will they put a curtain so I can't see what's happening on the southern? Hemisphere. <laughs> well, I could just tell you from my personal experience, of course, when I went to get it done in Leduc a number of decades ago, uh, let's just say that uh, <laughs> they were running late. And I just noticed everybody that was in there for vasectomy day at the uh, at the hospital. It's funny because they say there's no such thing as a non-believer as you get closer to your, you know, that time. Uh, you know, I was like scrambling in that little thing. I, f- I found like the kids' little little Bible book I was reading. <laughs> Baby's first Bible? <laughs> well, maybe this story of Noah's Ark will calm my nerves. <laughs> Moses, part of the Red Sea, I can get a vasectomy. <laughs> like, the, thing that, the thing that I'm most proud of, in your case and mine, is you're driving there yourself and you're coming home yourself. The point is, it can't be that serious if you're able to drive there, get it done, and drive home, right? That's what my wife said. Like, Chris, I said, can you please at least come with me? She said, no, no, you can do this yourself. So My I, mom's concerned. She's yeah. been texting me all morning. When's your procedure? How are you getting there? Where is it? Yeah. Like, what, do you want to come? <laughs> <laughs> want to hold my hand? <laughs> Please take your mom. No chance. <laughs> we need someone to run the video camera. <laughs> this is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. You guys aren't going to believe me when I tell you this, but there was a time we couldn't give away tickets to see Shania Twain for free. I don't believe you. I knew you. I knew you wouldn't, but it really happened. It happened. This was like she had just released... And I don't think she had released Any Man of Mine, which I think was her first big hit, but she had released some other music, and she came into the radio station, uh, Kissing Country, like this is, I'm talking 25 or more years ago, and she came in in the afternoon, and she did an interview. With you? Uh, no, I wasn't doing the You were still weekend time. overnights. I was doing overnights, but I, but I remember her being there, and uh, she was playing at the Mustang Saloon which is right by the Mayfield Inn. It was by the Mayfield Inn. I think it turned into a strip club after that. Matt would know for sure. St. Pete's? No, no, not St. Pete's. (laughs) (laughs) But it was the Mustang Saloon back then. There'll be some longtime listeners of the station that'll remember that. And we had tickets to see. It wasn't even to see her perform. It was just kind of a meet and greet. She was kind of doing her thing. And uh, I remember very few people had any interest in seeing this Shania Twain girl. Think about that for a second. This happens all the time. You hear stories about like, hey, you're never going to make it, kid. Might as well give up your dreams. (laughs) And then, you know, they put out music. The crowd is kind of not vibing. Yeah. And all of a sudden, stratospheric. Were you there? Did you meet her? I didn't go either. No, I didn't go either. Oh, so you're part of the problem. How ridiculous is that? Right? And uh, it reminds me of a story of of David, my buddy who works at Carefree RV. Uh, David was telling me that uh, when Luke Combs came, and you remember when he came to Big Valley... Uh, to the kickoff party. Oh, right. Yeah, he was there. He said uh, he they had a whole bunch of extra tickets. Uh, just, Luke Holmes played the kickoff party? You know, I think you were there. I wasn't. I had a football game that night. But yeah, Luke Holmes played the kickoff party. I am seated? I'm pretty sure Okay. I'm pretty sure you I did. I think, yeah, probably. Yeah, Luke Holmes definitely played the kickoff All party right. in Big Valley. But David was telling me that they could not give away the tickets to see Luke Holmes at the kickoff party. Right? So... I guess the lesson in this is take advantage of these things because you just never know how big these stars are going to be in your life. Yeah, true. What is the thing in your life that you gave up or didn't take advantage of that you're kicking yourself for now? Mm -hmm. I don't know. 
I mean, I could have, yeah, I could have got a picture with Shania Twain just before she became an international superstar at the Mustang Saloon. Yeah, maybe you know, you guys hit it off. Next thing you know, you're you're her husband. Yeah. Could have been. No, she was definitely with Mutt at that time. Oh, yeah, evil Mutt. And I don't think that, uh, you know, if, if Shania and I would have got together, I don't think I would have helped her co-write any hits. Like, they would not. <laughs> We'd have just been like, let's just keep doing new versions of Country Roads, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, her career would have went a completely different direction. So 780-421-1039. What's that uh, uh, time that you're kicking yourself? Uh, one more quick story. Uh, Bob Lang, who was our general manager of the radio station when Garth Brooks was just about to hit it, we had these incredible parties at Horlack Park, these uh, listener parties where we'd give away a bunch of stuff. And he had a chance to bring in Garth Brooks for $5,000 to play at this event. And uh, he said, no, nah, that's too much money. <laughs> and, and Garth, of course, then became Garth. Yeah. So, Presley, let this be a lesson. Early on in your radio career, mm-hmm. yeah. jump on all these opportunities. Yeah. Say yes. Yeah. So they yes. tell you at Nate, at Nate Radio School, say yes. Yeah, exactly. And like, then after a few years, you can say no. <laughs> <laughs> How do you think I got here? <laughs> said yes. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. All right, guys, here we go. Kicks Brooks counts down the top 30 in country music tomorrow with American Country Gowtown. But uh, we like to, every Friday, count down the most downloaded stream songs in country music in our wonderful country. Okay, you ready to go? Ready. Here we go. At number five this week. No room to move. We need some space. And I know little Tyler Hubbard. Outside of town where it don't ever close little dancing in the country. At number four, this song just continues to be a monster. It's uh, Kane Brown and Caitlin Brown, and thank God. Number three, this guy is massive. Zach Bryan. The song is called Oklahoma Smoke Show. She's an Oklahoma smoke show. He's an asshole from back home. At number two, Luke Combs and his version of Fast Car. There's been so many versions of this song, but I think this might be the best. Honestly, this guy can sing this tune. Well, he can sing every tune. Really. Yeah, outside of Tracy Chapman's version. Yeah. This might be up there for me. All right. And the number one most downloaded stream song in country music this week. No surprise. It's Morgan Wallen. It's called Last Night. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Everybody needs a little bit of levity, and sometimes, especially on a you know day like this, you might need some tequila. I'm thinking Cinco de Mayo day. It's more than just tequila, obviously. Yeah, but it's a, you know when you think of Mexican culture, tequila's up there. Never been a fan. Never been a fan a tequila? of tequila. Well, I was gonna say never been a fan, but this last trip we went to Mexico, I decided to give it a real shot. I thought, you know what, Tequila, you and me have never gotten along, but uh, I'm going to give you an honest shot. I'm not a big drinker anymore, so I thought, you know what, what I'm going to do is, uh, you know, kind of every day have a shot or two of tequila just to kind of feel like... Did you shoot it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I shoot everything. I drink it. I shoot my food, too. It's kind of the same thing. (laughs) You blend it up and put it in a cup. I've seen it. (laughs) 
<laughs> Good for you. Like, I don't think shooting's the way to really, you know, fall in love with tequila. <laughs> I don't sipping it. I want to get it over with. Put it in a drink. A tequila sunrise. Something fruity. Yeah. Right? That's the way to win. Margarita. Presley's shaking her head no. I can't with tequila. I've tried it <laughs> once and that was it. Yeah. There, it's a particular It's a real love-hate thing, right? It's like, yeah, it's one of those things you either love it or you don't want to go near it. Well, at some point in your, your drinking career, yeah. whether you were young or old, you have a night where you're going to drink too much of it. Yeah. Right, because somebody you know is going to be like, "All right, let's do tequila shots." Yeah, and then let's do another. Yeah, I should never forget the time Jack, who's on maternity leave, yeah. she asked my wife and I to do a shot of tequila at the bar in the resort of Mexico we were at. Yeah, and she's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, you're gonna have to carry me to the bar." <laughs> <laughs> her eyes were closed the entire time, but she had the biggest smile on her face. <laughs> Sam, my wife had her in one arm, I had her in the other, and we ran her up there <laughs> down the hatch. What a trooper! <laughs> what a trooper! <laughs> Here's a PSA for you: if you have to be carried to the bar, you're probably We've had enough. <laughs> she, hey, she got up. <laughs> yeah. She got up the next day. And, yeah, got up with the birds the next day. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Why can't you drink tequila? Yeah. What happened? What's your relationship with tequila at right now? All right. This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Yellowstone. There's been speculation about it, but uh, word has come down that it is officially the last season for Yellowstone. No matter what, even if Kevin Costner's not continuing. It sounds like they're going to do some kind of a sequel, maybe, with Matthew McConaughey. But uh, Yellowstone, this will be the final season of Yellowstone as we know it. Yeah. Good riddance. (laughs) It's so sad. (laughs) So bad. (laughs) To you. Exactly. Thank you, Preston. There's moments where I'm like, wow, yeah, that's that's amazing. (laughs) At some point, just sell the farm. And then you don't have to get blown up, shot at, poked. Matt, you've never owned a farm. You don't know what it's like to have a family farm. It's totally realistic in that way. Yeah. People do not want to lose their farms, Matt. It's just, you'd have sold your farm and like... Yeah, he's got a helicopter bad. The guy's doing okay. Sell the farm. (laughs) Never. (laughs) Get some better actors, too. Casey's supposed to be a special forces guy. Okay. He's in the middle of a road. Okay. Take some cover, Casey. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) This is the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. I know one thing that I won't be doing tomorrow is watching the Kentucky Derby, but this is an excuse for me to play a little bit of, this truly is one of my favorite songs of all time, and I completely forgot about it until I started thinking, oh man, you'll laugh when you hear it. Born in the valley and raised in the tree. Dan Fogelberg. Of Western it's the story of the Kentucky, horses of the Kentucky Derby. That's the full being born. Listen. <laughs> I know I'm not the only one that loves this song. Like, absolutely loves this song. This might be in my... Is this a horse love song? <laughs> <laughs> They might be able to put this in my funeral slideshow someday. Would you want that, though? It's Chris Sheets. Okay. <laughs> you want to mess with everybody. <laughs> this is this is up there with Cat Carol. It's one of the tackiest songs I've ever heard. Oh, take that back. What song? Cat Carol. Don't get into it, Preston. <laughs> okay. 
I'll Google it later. Okay, just let's let's listen to the chorus. Listen to this. What a song. Does that not make you want to bet on one of the horses? You're starting to like it. No. <laughs> it makes me want to put 100 bucks down on the 123 Quinella, though. <laughs> <laughs> and then after he ran, he went to the glue factory. <laughs> These horses don't oh, ever yeah. go to the glue factory. They get studded. <laughs> <laughs> Which is something Matt's not going to be after today. This is the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. There are some people not big fans of my song from Dan Fogelberg, Run for the Roses. Made their ears bleed, they said. I apologize, but there's something about that song. And again, I grew up with that song. So, you know, when you grew up with a song, maybe it maybe it didn't uh, age well, but I think it did. It's just weird writing a love song to your horse. Yeah. You've never been in love with a horse? Not yet. No. <laughs> my, my doors, barn door's still open. <laughs> <laughs> Presley, you, you're a rural girl. Yeah. I am. Yeah, Presley's here for Jack. And you uh, you had a horse. Tell us about your horse. I got a horse for my birthday yeah. one year. Very Must be nice. <laughs> it wasn't from my parents. It was from some family friends who had a farm. Uh-huh. He was red with a blonde mane, and he looked like Keith Urban, but we called him Whiskey. <laughs> um and then I, I ended up getting really scared of him, and I never did anything with him. Yeah. But I had a horse. Just pasture art. Yeah. He looked Basically, like Keith Urban. He did. <laughs> did he bite you? No, but he liked to snort. Yeah. And that can be scary when you're like 12 or 13. Sure. Could he really shred on the guitar or no? You know what? I never bothered to ask him that. You know. Or attempt to try that, no. Okay. They're more... Uh, uh, drummers' horses. Are they? Yeah. yeah like, could be clop, 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 clop. <laughs> <laughs> With their hooves. Yeah. Okay, let's talk Kentucky Derby really quick. Uh, give us a few. Uh, uh, these are either uh, actual horses that are in the Kentucky Derby this weekend. No, no. These are past winners. Oh, past winners. Oh, real horse, no horse. You know the Kentucky Derby's been going on since the, the 1800s. Okay. All, All right. right. So there's lots of names to pick from. I got some real horse, fake horse. You ready? Okay, let's play. Everybody play along. Okay, go ahead. Uh, First one, exterminator. Real horse, fake horse? I'm saying no. That has to be real. Real horse. It is? Yeah. Okay. Next one, Steve Skidmark. (laughs) 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 Is that a real horse or a fake horse? (laughs) That's not real. Yeah, I could tell you. I could tell you that uh, definitely when I used to ride my horse, Sparky. <laughs> you were Chris Skidmark. <laughs> okay, f- oh, fake, obviously. Okay, right. he's not real. All Pencil right. Pete. Pencil Pete. I say not real. I think that is real. It's fake. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Pleasant Colony. <laughs> real. 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 Uh, Fusachi Pegasus. Fake. Real. Real. What? Uh, evenings with Maury. <laughs> <laughs> Fake. Real. Fake. Oh. Great Odin's beard. Fake. Fake. Fake, okay. Uh, Trudeau's hair. <laughs> I wish it was real, but fake. <laughs> uh, wet sock. Fake. Real. Fake. Well, you never know. Spaghetti dinner. 
<laughs> I think I have a knack for naming horses. <laughs> Fake. Fake. No, you don't. Uh, that's pretty much it. Uh, I uh, once called a horse race at Northlands when uh, it was still around. Uh-huh. And the cat that won was Taco Cat. Okay. Best moment of my life screaming, Taco Cat! Taco Cat! Taco Cat! How, how do you name these horses? That's what I want to know. They, I don't know. Just rich people. Okay, let's do it. Strange and unusual names for your horses. There's got to be some good ones, right? I had Sparky. Like I said, he wasn't that strange. That's not a strange name, but... If you have a horse and, you know, they're foaling, think about Steve Skidmark for a <laughs> Hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at kissin underscore Jack, J-A-C-K, on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D. Builder on Twitter. All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? (laughs) Well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.